Welcome to Explore the Space. We're digging into healthcare issues that matter most. Our guests and conversations mine these issues for perspective and answers. There is a gulf between healthcare and our communities. This is the place to talk about it. Now here's your host, Dr. Mark Shapiro. Welcome back to Explore the Space. My guest today is Rebecca Koch, and Rebecca is the director of Rock the Ride Napa. And Rock the Ride Napa is a bike race and walk in Napa, California on June 29th of 2019. It is the second annual running of the Rock the Ride, and it is an event that raises money for gun violence awareness. And the funds that are raised go to the Giffords Foundation, Moms Demand Action, and Alana's Voice Foundation, all of which are nonprofits that are working towards solutions to gun violence in America. This is a wonderful conversation about how we become active, how we become engaged, how we find a cause that's important to us, move barriers aside and step into the tension and and get involved. And for me, this has been a really interesting journey. I'm now on the advisory board of Rock the Ride. I'm really excited to be a part of this organization and this venture. And it is a good path for anyone to walk, to think about what's important to you, to think about what the barriers are to getting involved, moving those barriers aside and, and getting involved and getting engaged. Rebecca takes us through her journey. She takes us through how she became active. And it's a really interesting conversation. There's a lot to learn here. And I think people will really enjoy this discussion. Before we get to that conversation, I just want to invite everyone, please come and take a look at the website, www.explorethespaceshow.com. The whole archive is there. We have several other episodes around gun violence in the archive, and I would invite everyone to please come and take a listen. You can find me on social media. I'm very active on Twitter at ETS show. You can email me mark at explore the space show.com and you can find explore the space on all of your favorite platforms where you can download podcasts, whichever one you like, please be sure to subscribe to the show and please leave a rating and a review. It's a really powerful way to help other people find this podcast or any other podcast that you like. Without further ado, this is a great conversation and here is Rebecca Koch. Rebecca, welcome. Thank you so much for coming on explore the space. Thank you so much, Mark. So this is a very interesting time and place that we find ourselves in. And you and I live close by, but we've never actually met. And yet we have found ourselves working side by side on what feels like the right work, what feels like a really important project. And this is to do two things at the same time. One is raise awareness of the issue of gun violence. And two is to ignite a sense of activism and to raise funds for entities and people and organizations that are really driving the work to reduce the impact of gun violence in the United States. It's fun that we've been able to kind of come together. And let's start at the very beginning for you. I want to start from a place of activism and being an activist and being engaged This is not something that I've done my whole life. I'll just be very transparent about that. The idea of being an activist, the idea of being engaged, the idea of pushing uh, an issue of import into, into other people's awareness and putting it front and center, what role has that played in your life? Good question. And I want to even back up to your opening about how we live near each other and yet Probably, I would say, you know, we're coming together because of this important issue. And maybe 20 years ago, we would have not crossed paths, right? right. This issue that we're dealing with right now. I mean, 
it is so it's reached a level of you know gun violence it's reached a level that we've not seen in decades and um yeah it's front and center in my life for for multiple reasons and being an activist for me personally came about probably about 10 years ago when I moved to Napa Valley um from Los Angeles and I think really a place in my life where I started producing events and each event supports nonprofits. Um, and so it's all about fundraising, sharing a message, raising money and getting communities rallied around a cause on um, how communities can make change, whether it's through fundraising, through volunteering, through speaking out, speaking up, going on a march. And I would say in the past two years specifically, it's really been, you know, focused for me on um, producing, you know, this is the second year of Rock the Ride Napa benefit for gun violence prevention, um, which I never actually thought, you know, this would come to pass. And I'm like, I, I feel so in some ways honored to be doing this because this is really important work. And I am just one of many people around the country now um, trying to, to move this needle forward. You're right that you are one of many. And I think that one of the pieces that connects you to me and to others is this idea of you took something you were already comfortable with, good at, had some practice with, had it kind of in your toolbox and are leveraging it. And that's what, if I'm being totally honest, I'm sort of learning how to do and trying to do on things that I feel are important. You already had this idea of how to fundraise, how to message, how to plan an event where people can come together and have that sense of togetherness and sort of shared purpose. But let's go, let's get into the issue. You could have done this with anything. You could have taken your desire to want to impact the social good and used your skills and experiences and connections in event planning for any number of things. What brought you to the issue of gun violence? Yeah, here I live in Napa Valley, and um, I can even specifically tell you the exact date, which was March. 11th, 2018, which was two days after um, the Pathway Home shooting here at the Yountville Veterans Home. And that tragedy riveted the community. Um, and still today is, you know, something that it's just a, a wound that will be here forever. That Sunday after I um, the tragedy, I was on a bike ride with um, a lot of our political leaders here in Napa Valley ride bikes, and it's quite impressive that um, you get to have these conversations that you would probably never have normally with, you know, your head sheriff or a senator or a supervisor, and in this case, with Congressman Mike Thompson. And I was on a bike ride with, with Mike and um, Napa County Sheriff John Robertson, and we were pedaling on the Vine Trail, and we actually rode up through the vet's home, and and Mike's like, we have to do something. Wow, you, you know, go right past the vet's home. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, huh. that's my normal ride. Wow. You can ride right. It's a beautiful property. Is it? Oh, no, and, I know um, it well. It's gorgeous, for sure. Yeah, but on that yeah. day, you actually went right past it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. And to be outside, to exercise, to like, you know, I mean, it is that therapy to like, I mean, we, why we ride is because it's good for our mind, body, and soul. And so we were out there like, let's ride, let's talk about this. And Mike's like, we need to make a difference. We need to do something. And we got into this conversation about putting together a bike ride for the community. And just as simple as that, like, let's do this. And 
um, that is the origin of, you know, my foray into, okay, how, you know, when are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? Who, who do we want to really support? And we started talking about, you know, to, you know, nationally, the nonprofit Giffords and locally just happened to be starting um, here in Napa Valley, the, the Napa chapter of Moms Demand Action. And so they, you know, I, I met with both groups and said, we're going to do this. And literally within, you know, three months, we put this together. We also have, um, there's a walk component too, because not everyone rides a bike, um, wants to ride 25 miles, but so we have a three mile walk as well. And, and so it was that, it was that day. It was, you know, there's a, there's a turn of phrase that you use that I noticed that I want to explore with you just a little bit. You described your interactions once you had that sort of shared call to action with Congressman Thompson and the rest of your compatriots on the ride. We're going to do this. And then you pivoted and connected with the Napa chapter of Moms Demand Action and the Giffords Foundation. Your your turn of phrase was interesting. You didn't say, should we do this? Can you help us do this? Let's do this together. It was we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Was that, did you notice that that was happening? Did you have that feeling of resolution right out of the gate so that when you went to these other organizations, it was, we're doing this as opposed to that more uh, kind of soft voice, soft, soft steps approach? Yeah, no, there was never a doubt. I mean, and I, the word conviction comes up in my mind because uh-huh. there was never a doubt or like, we're absolutely 100% doing this come be part of this, and truly the community came out, um, different businesses came out as sponsors, the, you know, wide swath of, um, you know, from Napa Valley and beyond came to this first event because, you know, people people need people, people need community, people need answers, people need to be empowered. We, ha- we offered all of that, you know, at this first event um, because, you know, you don't want to, you feel like, well, now what do I do? How much one person? But if you come together in a group, we can help, we can educate, and I, that's what our nonprofits are doing. You know, before gun violence to me was, I mean, obviously, completely, I, I was affected by it from, you know, 2012 and, and Newtown. I'm from Newtown, Connecticut. So it's been in my sort of soul of like, wow, that that moment of in December 14th, 2012, which happens to be the date of my son's that, at that point seventh birthday. I mean, I, I you know, I still um, have a hard time with Newtown and I'm like, okay, I finally, now is my time to start being engaged and being involved. It's interesting to hear you describe your journey with it and your connections to it, both from being from Newtown and then also your associations with the Napa Valley. I think that everybody, or at least more and more and more people can share how gun violence is creeping into their lives if it hasn't, you know, punched them right in the face, uh, for lack of a better term. it's like, this is a bad thing, but when you think about, like, you know, the like Kevin Bacon's, was it, seven degrees? Or the six degrees of Kevin degrees Bacon, of, yeah. We're now one or two yeah. degrees of gun violence, and we need to, I know, we, we right? need to reverse that trend. There's something kind that's of sick and wrong about that. Yeah, that's, but, the, that's the concern. But we're all connected thing. now. That's right. We so all have some story, The last stories. two that were in the news, one of them, there was a shooting in San Diego. That's my old stomping ground. I lived in San Diego. That's mm-hmm. where my wife is from. I have friends that live right near that Chabad. And then the shooting that happened in Colorado, we have friends whose kids go to that school. One of the, there's a, there's an ED doc in Colorado who helped me with a presentation that I did on disaster management, whose sons go to that school. And he and I are texting that night and it's this rolling tide. And I think that your point around people feeling that and seeing that and saying, I can't do this alone, but I want to do something I think is really well taken. 
you you've laid out your journey very clearly, right? You had that pivotal moment and you were next to some some people who could also really help you and leverage your skills and vice versa to to move this forward. There's a sense of inertia with these things. Someone looks at gun violence and Toto and you feel like I can't boil the ocean. I can't do this. As you said, I can't do this alone. The moment of inertia for something like this is tremendous. What are the things that as people are reaching out to you, and I'm sure this is going to be happening more and more because you know, we're, you're a year and a half into this work. What are the levers that helped you break through that inertia? What are the things that you're coaching other people to think about when they say, I want to make a difference. I want to participate whether it's gun violence or climate change or whatever feels important and right to them, what are the things that help move those barriers? I think showing people that you just need to raise your hand and we don't have to write a check per se because you don't. You And I, especially in Napa Valley, we found there are so many generous people, they give their time. And one of the things that I've seen is just, People want to volunteer. They want to say, how can I help right now? And so, I mean, it, it is as simple as that, as saying, okay, we have these opportunities for these, you know, different events. When can you participate? Just people want to feel like I'm making a difference in, in that, just even in that way, whether it's like standing on a corner, waving a flag to make people, you know, you're going to turn right down the street. I mean, knowing that, you know, they're part of this story is really what it, what it is, if that's answering the question. No, that <laughs> really does. So you, what yeah. you're inviting people to do is to say, participate. Whatever mm-hmm. you can do is great. You don't need to be a $10,000 donor. You don't need to commit two weeks of time. If you can right. set some time aside and pour water for the bike riders or make some phone calls or send some emails, that's a contribution. It's meaningful and we mm-hmm. want you here with us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right after last year's event, people were like, sign me up for next year. These are the volunteers. Wow. And I'll be back. Like, yeah. it was not even a question. Interesting. So now let's talk a little bit about this. You started this in March of 2018. Rock the Ride is, a, as you said, it's a bike ride and it's a walk. And the intensity is, I think, probably smartly kept low because it allows lots of people in. There's a 10-mile ride, right. a 25-mile ride, and a three-mile walk. So anyone right. can really jump in the pool and participate in this. You had it up and running in four months. Now yeah, we're coming, less, yeah. <laughs> now we're coming up on round two. So year two is about six weeks away. It's June 29th mm-hmm. and it's in it's in the Napa Valley. What what is that energy starting to feel like? What's happening as you get closer and closer? What is it from a perspective of sense of purpose? From a perspective of this is important. I've done this before. We're doing it again. Just from that perspective of we're honing in on something, what does that feel like? Well, it's actually like, you know, the energy levels, you know, amping up. And what I'm getting excited about is not just, you know, what's happening for the ride and the walk and, you know, the fact that town of Yonville, they're, they're working with us to close off streets and, and make it safe for our walkers. And we're improving on some of the logistics. But also the fact that we have in the park afterwards, we have our burritos and bubbles brunch, but we have... Um, a series of guest speakers that get on stage and will talk about these issues. And, I mean, that actually is really interesting. And I, I love the fact that we get to to do this, that we have as a gentleman. Uh, I don't know if you know much about Team 26. From, I do not, and it's no. dedicated to the 26 
26 teachers and children that were murdered in Newtown, Sandy Hook, um, and Team26.org. Monty Frank, who founded this, it's a a serious group of cyclists, and each year for the past several years, I think four years now, they've been riding to Washington, D.C., um, this past year, they rode to from Newtown to Pittsburgh to the Tree of Life. And, I mean, wow. he's coming out to talk about what they're doing. You know, and again, it, yes, it's cycling. Cycling is this unifying sport, but also what they're doing for communities. Um, so he's, just, you know, he'll be one of about three or four people on our stage that you get to hear their stories, how, how to engage with them, how to support them, or maybe even do something similar. So it, it's really all across the country. We have people coming, you know, to stand up and speak um, and, and share more information and share with our guests how you can get involved. It's interesting. You mentioned Team 26. I feel like I'm reasonably well engaged. I'm trying hard to learn about this and to learn about the resources that are out there and the organizations that are out there. And I didn't know about that one yet. And I'm delighted to now hear about it. And we'll put a link in our show notes. How much of this work right now is just sort of us discovering who else is out there and who else is working? How much of it is just, oh, cool, I see you over there. Oh, great, I found you on social media. Oh, this is perfect. You're doing the same thing. Let's connect. How much of that is fueling this work? Yeah, I think it's a lot. I feel like it's in some ways it's like for me, like going back to like, you know, university or college, I'm like I keep being interested, meeting interesting people yeah. and learning more information. <laughs> like it's a whole new yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's it's interesting because it feels like it's a it's a it levels the playing field where it doesn't really matter what your background is. We are just looking for participation and engagement, and yeah. whatever whatever form that takes is great. But it's we're going to figure out how to kind of all be under one flag so that we're all making sure that we pull in the same direction. Right, right, right. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, it, it's that's exactly right. We need a new, a new, <laughs> almost a new flag here yeah. or wear orange, you know, like let's all wear orange. We've got wear orange weekend. Right. Right. How are people, fi- I mean, are people finding this through traditional modes of publicity? Are they finding rock the ride through local news? Are they finding it through social media? Are they finding it because you're sending emails? What are the things that are, are driving people discovering this for the first time? One of our big vehicles is really through um, the Napa Valley Moms Demand Action Group. Uh They have been um, doing a lot of outreach for us um, locally and then beyond. We have an email list. Um, We have, with Congressman Mike Thompson, we put together an advisory board. And so the board um, has really some incredible business leaders um, here in Napa Valley. And so through their networks, they're spreading the word through social media, it'll be, you know, in the papers, but there's, I feel like now the six weeks to go is the ramp up time. And, and a lot of, you know, for events in general, it's the last three weeks that people are finally like, okay, yes, I need to sign up. Yes, I need to join. And so, you know, we're really looking to this last, you know, three week surge to get people to join and sign up with us. So let's get granular. What, what does signing up for this look like? How do people contribute? One of the interesting things about this, right? Most of the the vast majority of people that are going to listen to this podcast are not in Sonoma County or the Napa Valley or the Sacramento Valley. They're not in California. They're going to hear this and they're going to say, this is the right work. I'm a physician. I'm a nurse. I'm not in healthcare, but I feel like this is important. What does it look like to participate on the day, June 29th, what does it look like to get engaged with Rock the Ride Napa if you don't live in town, if you can't come to Napa and be a volunteer? What do those two different opportunities to participate look like? 
So if you are local or within 100 or 200 miles, you can come to Napa Valley and sign up at rocktheridenapa.com for a 25-mile bike ride, which is $75. It includes a really fun burritos and bubbles lunch and access to the park speaking series, our silent auction. There's a 10-mile ride, which is $35, and then there is a three-mile walk. It's a $25 fee, and then anyone under the age of 18 is free. We very much open this up for the community, their families, kids, So, and we love that. We really want to open this up to you know, all ages. If you are not local, there is a donate button on our website, and it goes to the three nonprofits that we are supporting, which is, as I mentioned, Giffords, Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America, and then the local nonprofit, which we haven't talked about here, um, which is another tragedy beyond tragedies, um, this past November, which is the Thousand Oaks shooting, the nonprofit is called Elena's Voice Foundation, and Elena Housley, who is beloved uh, freshman in college, um, who grew up in Napa, was killed in the Thousand Oaks shooting, and the mission for Elena's Voice Foundation is really to change the dialogue, um, to not give these shooters any sort of visibility, any meaning, and really shift the dialogue, and also with a secondary message of just being kind, you know, put down the phone, be kind. There's a great group of gals here, young gals, um, they're probably, let's see, elementary and maybe middle school, who have been on this charge, be kind. And you see people all around Napa Valley wearing our uh, red oval buttons to say be kind. Um, so that message is also part of what we're doing at Rock the Ride as well. Hopefully Make- one day we'll be able to like have some more Rock the Rides around the country so it won't just be here in Napa Valley. So I think that that's one of the key things. I think people are going to see how swiftly this came together. They're going to see you know, the infrastructure needs are not that great. You can leverage these things on social media. You can get your website up quickly. It's easy to replicate something like this and you can tap into whatever your local culture is, whether it's bike riding or hiking or whatever community activities you like, that's what you gather around and that's what brings people out. I think that the approach of having it be free to people that are under 18 is so smart. Because when we look at where energy and activism is coming on so many subjects, gun violence included, Mm -hmm. it's people Mm -hmm. who are younger. It is people who are in elementary school, middle school, high school, getting ready to start college. They are some of the loudest, most ardent, and most powerful advocates for change that we have. And making this open and welcoming to them to say, not only do we want you to be here, we we need you to be here. I I think that's so smart. Yeah, no, we're, I mean, we want them on stage, we want them speaking, we want them, I mean, I've heard a couple of high school gals recently, on, it was on NPR, just there, one was head of their school newspaper, another was a, just a freelance writer, I mean, brilliant minds and making a difference, and they're 16, 17 years old, and, you know, one of them is like, still still saying, why are, why is this issue of gun violence, I mean, why are we even having to have this discussion, but we have to, you know, so it's like, right. they're, they're, um, innocence has been cut short. Um, yeah. 
As you've stepped into the tension of being an activist and coordinating something like this, we have to acknowledge the fact that this is a highly charged issue. We don't have Mm -hmm. universal Mm -hmm. agreement on approach or whether it's even an issue and people argue and people push back and people can get really down and dirty and can get pretty ugly around the subject. Have you had the experience of a getting pushback that you maybe didn't expect or had to figure out how to navigate? And have you had the experience of changing minds? Have you had people approach you yet and say, I felt one way, I've seen what you're doing, I've seen what's happening, I've researched the organizations you're working with, and I think about this issue differently now? So I have received uh, on a couple of occasions emails. Um, one is such as, I'm a member of the NRA, can I still join? Sort of, you know, can I still attend? Wow. You can read about my company. He owns guns. He, it's not about that. You know, it's not, we're not taking away your gun rights. It, it's like, yeah, we, we want, you know, we're open to the conversation for any, everyone, anyone. We're not discriminatory. So please join. And then there's been some other critical emails that I, I won't share on air, but just, you know, try to reply and say, you know, thank you for your opinion or your view. Here's what we are doing. We are trying to educate and empower our guests to make a difference to reduce the state of gun violence in our country. And then have people changed? That's a good question. I do think after last year, people were like, wow, I, I, you know, I, I think that getting to interact with our local leaders, with the moms group, with Giffords, um, the mom script did, you know, they like acquired, I think their numbers must have doubled or tripled in terms of people just joining because they're like, wow, I can be part of this and I can, I can make a difference. So do you feel like in doing this work and in doing the publicity and having done the, done the ride once before getting ready for the second year of this, do you feel like the message is breaking out of those echo chambers that it's getting past that? people that would have already been in agreement and getting into some areas and sectors that either weren't as aware or might not have been as agreeable? I think that people, um, they came out last year, you know, and it came after this horrible tragedy here and they wanted to make a difference. I, my hope is that they're going to come out again and even more so because it's like, it's only gotten worse since March, you know, and if you went on, to Congressman Thompson's website, you could say the number of shootings since Newtown yep. or deaths by gun. And you're just like, wow, this yep. number is not going down. So we, we still need the support and we, you know, and please come out. So my hope is that it's even, we're more energized. Yeah. Um, and as we share more about what the day will look like. Um, hopefully we'll be able to capture a bunch of this on video. We can share with people that aren't in Napa Valley. Say, like, here's what we're doing. Here are these, you know, leaders across the country speaking to communities like Napa Valley. And I'd love to take this elsewhere. So you're, 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 you're kind of getting to what I was very curious about. We're already year two. The second event is coming up. It's going to be awesome. The weather's going to be perfect. Lots of people are going to come out. <laughs> are you starting to think about what's next? Are you starting to think about, what happens in year three? What happens in year five? How do we expand? Or is it still, you know, all hands to the pumps? Let's get let's get year two under our belts first. No, I, I mean, I do think that there is a element to the event, which is the ability to showcase people and products and services and, and sort of, you know, I'm going to call it the expo side of it that I think can grow. Um, and I think that in the morning part, the sport can grow. I mean, 
exercise is so important for everyone and, and how we live our lives. So we want to continue to like have that, but I also think there's opportunity um, to bring in whether, you know, like the guests that you had, Megan Rainey, I mean, like have, have Megan be with us. And I know she can't do it, but just, you know, like what she is doing and she's, you know, what her work is about and sharing with people again. Um, So I do think we could expand that, that aspect of it. And I always said to the people that I'm working with, we want our guests to walk away with a, at least one tangible action item that they can do to make a difference. So maybe, you know, there's two items that they can walk away with, you know, yeah, and yeah. that there is, you know, and they feel connected throughout the year. So it's not just a once a year thing. I feel like, yeah, we want to continue to do work that's not just once a year. I think that that's a really good way to think about it. And especially for our community, we can reconcile that with what happened after the wildfires where we knew there was going to be a voltage drop once all of the media attention went away and yet mm-hmm. we were able to kind of keep attention high we were able to keep focus on what needed to happen there were lots of action items obviously but it's that same idea of how do we make sure that the voltage stays nice and high even after the event right. is gone and you know everyone goes their separate ways again for right. me one I of know. those for me one of those really important ones and I learned this from Megan is activating physicians and activating nurses mm-hmm. and activating people in healthcare who have, as one of my previous guests, Mona Hanna, a teacher said, we carry very powerful megaphones and we need to keep them turned on. Have you had the opportunity aside from me as a physician to interact with other people in healthcare, healthcare providers to assess engagement, to get them engaged or to just, you know, embrace them kind of stepping forward and saying, this is something I want to participate in. Yeah, you know, it's so great that actually um, last year and now again this year, we've had multiple healthcare providers join us um, for, and um, St. Joseph Health, Sutter Home, Adventist Health. I mean, it's they want to put their name on this. They want to bring their staff and participate. Like They're, they're saying, yes, I, we, we need to make a difference too. So, yes. Um, we, we do have, I think the world of healthcare um, is coming forward in, in the right way. I think that that's, that's gratifying to hear. It's good to hear that. And we want it to be more and more as it goes forward as well. So people hear this and they, they're going to want to know more. How do they start to find Rock the Ride? How do they find it online? How do they find it on social media? RockTheRideNapa.com. At Facebook, we're at Rock the Ride Napa. Instagram at Rock the Ride, and then we just launched a Twitter uh, handle is a Twitter account. Our handle is at Rock the Ride GZP Gun Violence Prevention GZP. So, if you were to take a step back as we kind of come towards the end of this conversation, I want to just plumb your memory a little bit. If you were to go back twenty years, you were you know you're a professional. You're start you know you're you're rolling. You're you're getting things done. You've got just life is happening. Would you have ever said to yourself a 20 year goal for me is going to be leveraging my professional skill set to drive an, a, a social agenda that's important to me? Was that something that was even on your radar? Well, I, I can say part of it, um, not necessarily all the, the social aspects, well, a little bit so, because my background is marketing and, and events. And so I was passionate about creating events and creating experiences. So it's like, experiences that stay with you that are truly memorable that you're like wow I couldn't have had that any other place 
So to some extent, yes, you know, here I am creating these experiences, but now with this like really like more substantial heartfelt message of like, wow, we're not just creating experience, we're creating, we want to be creating a difference and, and educating and, and I keep saying educate and power, but it's true. It's, that's what it yeah, is. And, yeah. um, so you know, my I, I, years ago I was at you know <laughs> where I worked for Nike, and it was always about like being the best, being innovative, and in what we do, and around sport, and again, sport being this unifying sort of you know world religion for us. And now I'm I am using sport through cycling and walking, and I am using experiences to make a difference. It's this idea of using what we know, using what we're good at using our strengths and recognizing that any contribution to something that we feel like is important is welcomed and wanted. In this case, it's rock the ride and it's efforts around gun violence prevention. I think that that message that you've given us now a couple of times in this conversation, to me, that's really resonant. That feels really sticky that that, that can go out to anybody that look, whatever you can give is great and whatever skills you have on offer are needed. And that mixture, that, that makes for a meaningful contribution of whatever size, it matters. Right. Whatever size, exactly. This has been really exciting. I'm, I'm delighted to be involved in this. Okay, you're going to do the 25-mile ride? Or 10 <laughs> I know, I know. I have to decide what I'm going to be ready for. No, but just to be involved in, in this, I, yeah. this, for me, right, this is that same step of – yeah. This is important. I know this is important. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to know that I am contributing to something that it's been a part of my gun violence has been part of my professional training since I started in medicine. I've has seen, it really? Oh, well, uh, sure. I mean, as a medical student, yeah. you start doing your clinical rotations and I was in Houston, Texas, and I saw more gun, yeah. gun trauma than I'd ever dreamed I ever would. And I don't want to see any of it again. Um, I mm-hmm. deal with, I, I, you know, I work with patients in the hospital who've been shot um, and it's awful. And, you know, it, it's not just right. There's so much to it that that's horrifying and there's right. so many things. And there's, there's one pivot point that if we can prevent, then all of that horrendous stuff that happens downstream, not just to the individual, but to their whole family, to their whole community can be, can be stopped. And that's why this is so vital and so important that we take that step w- much further upstream before the bullet is fired to hit a human being. Mm-hmm. We can stop that. Yeah, no, and, and and sort of the issue of, like, just feeling safe. Like, I, I right. think that we've all lost our sense of, like, I don't feel safe in public spaces anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, that is really a sad state. And, like, can we shift that? Can we can we sort of reverse course? I don't know. You don't know, but you're, you're going to be one of the people that helps see if we can figure it out. And I, I'm optimistic because what I think is going to happen is we're going to find we're just paddling out and more and more people are going to become activated and engaged. Because A, they realize it's important. B, they realize that this is an untenable situation. C, they realize, like you were saying, any contribution matters. Whatever skill set you have, whatever amount of time, it all makes a difference and it's all welcomed. This has been wonderful. I really appreciate you taking the time. I'm so excited that I get to be part of this journey now and moving forward because it matters and it's the right work. So really excited to continue this conversation with you. Really, really looking forward to a successful Rock the Ride on June 29th. Definitely everyone that's listening invited to to check out the website and to share it and to have those conversations and to really think about how they want to get involved. But Rebecca, thank you so much for the time. This has been great. You are so welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Explore the Space. Visit us on our website, explorethespaceshow.com. And please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. 
Follow us on Twitter at ETS Show. And you can email Dr. Shapiro by writing to mark at explorethespaceshow.com.